Hey, it's Parker. So a little bit of housekeeping before we get into this episode. Basically, these episodes are from our Money Lap Lives. We did five of them in this offseason. They were absolutely awesome. Thank you to everyone that watched or even listened to those massively long episodes, three plus hours each. But if you didn't get to listen to them, we've basically pulled some of the most awesome interviews and guests that we had on those episodes. We had, I think, what is it, close to 20 guests or something? Maybe more. I didn't do the math before this. Help me out there. Uh, But some of them were just really compelling, had great stuff to say. So we basically pulled those out and made them into their own episodes, which you'll have here, whichever one you're listening to. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube because we have tons of original content coming out on there. That's not just the podcast over these next couple weeks. Basically, it centers around the coolest stuff in motorsports. With that, I have a bit of news. Nobody has heard this. We've never put, we have not put this out publicly, but starting the second week of January, we are coming back. New episodes of the Money Lap podcast. Myself, Landon, the gang, talking the coolest stuff in motorsports. And with that, over 40,000 of you have listened to this podcast in 2023. We just started this back in May. And I know that's a lot because I'm pretty sure our moms could not press play that many times. So we very much appreciate it. Thank you all for supporting us in this journey. We are looking very much forward to 2024. We've got big plans. We're just getting started. Enjoy the episode. Our next guest is a pretty big deal. This driver has competed in just 70 races in the NASCAR's top three series. But currently between Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube has amassed more than 5 million dedicated disciples, meaning their audience is larger than the second most watched NASCAR race of 2023. She's going to be in the Xfinity Series in 2024. It's Haley Deegan on the Money Lap Live. Welcome to the show, Haley. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Yeah, I really, really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's awesome. That's Um, awesome. I'm going to... I want to start there real quick. You have a huge following. I couldn't, I was doing a little bit of the research. I knew you were popular. You were the most popular driver in the truck series this year, but at the tip of your fingers, 5 million people. That's incredible. What an amazing following you have. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. It comes with a lot of work. Um, a lot of time and effort that's put into social media, but there's a value in it. Um, for that reason, that's why I'm able to pull sponsors and certain sponsors that wouldn't be a part of NASCAR come in because of my social media following. You kind of get them hooked on it. It's a good grabber. <laughs> that's very cool. The, the, the following is kind of a family business as well for you guys. I mean, it's, it's, it's your dad, your brother, um it stems from outside of nascar i mean it's is kind of something that's been seems like it's been a part of your life for a long time i mean how um i i feel like i look at you like a a race car driver right that's how i view you and that's what Mm -hmm. probably how you view yourself but you're you've been a content creator for a long time can i give me your background and what what that's been like yeah so my dad he was really the one who focused a lot on social media. Like you can go back and look up YouTube videos from 13 years ago that he posted on YouTube, like little clips and stuff like on his Blackberry and filming on old cameras they uploaded to YouTube. (laughs) And so uh, it's definitely, it's definitely been a part of our family for my whole life. Um, He's done a couple movies um, that's been produced by people in like freestyle motocross and, and all sorts of different things. So he's always had a camera around. And I think that's something that kind of stuck with us. 
my whole childhood, at least. I was always around it. There was always a camera in my face, and I was just kind of used to it. It was my normal, and kind of having everyone know that what you, what you do on a day-to-day basis. And I think that I just kind of adapted to that into my lifestyle, and there's such a big value in it, and such a big value in it for brands that it's just really become our whole life. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and I was a big Metal Militia fan. I'm just going to put it out there. So I was a huge X Games fan. So I, I've seen your dad at the track, and I've told him that once or twice. I was like, hey, man, I definitely watched all that stuff. My brothers and I were into all these snowboarding videos, and they had such a snowboarder, like, 90s vibe, but with motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Very cool mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but you had I a miss, big announcement. I miss the old X Games days. <laughs> Those Me days too. Were yeah. I, people were trying to bring it back for a while, um, like to that promise, yeah. you know, I just don't mm-hmm. know if it will. It's hard. It's- I just, I think it was an era. Like, I truly think it was an era that was hard. It's going to be hard to bring something back like that. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Um, you're, you had a big announcement as well. Speaking of big things mm-hmm. this October, you are going Xfinity series racing in 2024. We can dive into obviously some of the big announcements that came out today of who we're going to be racing against. You and I will be racing against each other. Yeah. That had to be mm-hmm. a really big moment. Cause I know you've worked at this for a while, trying to make that jump from trucks to Xfinity. What did that mean to you to, to finally get it done and know you're going racing in 2024 in the Xfinity series? Honestly, it's still a little surreal, I think, because I'm like, I'm not at the track yet. I'm not a part of it yet. And so I think just knowing that it's been a dream of mine for a long, long time to be able to make it to the Xfinity series, obviously moving up from trucks. It's it's been tough. I've been trying so hard to just kind of find an opportunity to go into the Xfinity series just because I think it's going to be a little bit better for me. And I think all around um, with multiple different things. So uh, this opportunity arose and I definitely jumped on it. I was super, super interested from the start of the conversations. It was actually pretty funny. Um, The story goes back to at Coda during the truck race there. I was head to driver intros and my now fiance Chase was walking around the garage with his camera and stuff. We're about to head to intros and someone pulled him in in one of the Xfinity haulers. It was guys from AM Racing um, and they started talking to him talking to him about this opportunity because they didn't know really how to get a hold of me and so they started talking to chase about it and i'm texting chase i'm like dude intros are starting where are you like we gotta film this like where are you at and he's like it's important i'll be over there in a little bit and i'm like what is so important i'm really glad that i didn't talk him out of going into that meeting to go film intros and so uh it definitely that's where everything started from and it just took off from there and we started conversations a lot of dinner meetings and next thing you know i'm racing Xfinity full-time it's awesome. you know i love that story because it's so it it just tells you how fragile and finicky some of these things in our world mm-hmm. just are and i mean that's life in general right it's just things are serendipitous or you know <clears throat> things happen right place right time i think from an outsider's perspective sometimes you think it's this big professional racing series and everything's on tv and everything is so structured and we all have agents and everything like there's some mm-hmm. super robotic and structured pipeline and but at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know, the no. most, <laughs> most popular driver and in, in one of the most popular drivers in the entire sport um, started, initiated getting her ride because um, of people bumping into each other 10 minutes before a race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, it's yes, it's, it's funny. Are. It's really, really funny. <laughs> what, you know, so we talk because Parker and I are drivers and we love talking about driving um, on our show. We we like to get technical, or at least I like to get technical about things. And um, 
we like to ask when we have other drivers on, we like to ask them about their process and how do you approach a race and even specifically, how do you approach driving? So kind of who explain to us who Haley Deegan is as a driver and how do you, how do you look at it? Yeah, I think when it comes to the racing side of things of who I am as a driver, I like to drive anything, like anything and everything that I can get my hands on, I will drive. I'm not a person that's like, oh, I only want to stick to one thing. I came from off-road truck racing, totally different. I think me, Sheldon Creed, Riley did it a little bit. There's a few kids that came from the off-road side of things, but it's kind of rare. And so I think just being able to be in so many different forms of racing, I race legend cars, I race bandoleros, late models, um, did the SRX stuff. I've done a bunch of bunch of different things, tested some um, like sprint car style stuff and ended up racing micros too, which I still race now. We're getting ready to head to one of the biggest races, but that's how I kind of approach the driving side of things is that I look at it as the more tools you can have in your toolbox, the better you're going to be. And I think having those resources to be able to go and drive a bunch of different things, you can learn something from everything when it comes to racing. And so that's how I kind of look at it and just kind of go from there. So, and one thing I think that's really become prevalent uh, for drivers, and we we talk about this all the time, and I think it's also become like the driver um, get out of free jail card as well, which is that I'm in the sim. But yesterday I was texting you to come on here. You were in the sim. I was texting yes. another driver <laughs> to come on here today. We wanted to get Sheldon Creed on. He's in the sim right now. So it's obviously we're all running sim. It's mm-hmm. I think for I went through this last year when I went into my ride in the Xfinity series where I was trying to do sim for a car I didn't really know or understand. I feel like for you, it's sort of you've done one Xfinity start. What are you using? What are you doing in the sim? What are you focusing on that you can say, like, you know, this is what I'm I'm trying to learn out of the sim or get out of it as you go, you know, doing it in December and we're not in the real race cars again until February. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one thing that was big for me when it came to running that one Xfinity race is I told my manager, I was like, we got to find the money to do at least one Xfinity <laughs> race before I go Xfinity racing. And I know that's really hard for him because it is expensive. But he, he went out there, was able to find me money to do a race because I was like, I, if I get the opportunity to race Xfinity full time, I want to know what I'm getting myself into. And so I was able to go out there, do that one race, and I feel like I have such a better concept of what I'm getting myself into that I know how to prepare better um, mm-hmm. now that I'm in this opportunity where I have a whole off-season to get ready for it. But the simulator side of things, Ford has given me access to go to the Ford Sim in quite a bit. And AM Racing, who I'm racing for next year, the next couple of years, is never been to a simulator before so that's a new resource that they're going to have that i think is going to be super valuable you got to keep in mind we don't get much practice and i know you guys Mm -hmm. understand that too so being able to run those changes that you would normally run during practice and there's only so many changes you can make at the track with how much time we get in practice so uh being able to do that on the simulator beforehand kind of weed out the things that you don't want to try when you get to the track you can find a few things here and there and then for me being new the xfinity series is getting comfortable in the car understanding what changes do what how they affect it differently and i feel like that just makes me so much more prepared going into these races well what did you learn from your xfinity race that first you know kind of icebreaker that you said you were looking for i think the biggest thing that stuck out to me was they're not so locked down like a truck a truck you on mile and a half you kind of plant that wheel (laughs) and when it steps it steps big it's not like a little light step in the moment i feel like in a truck you turn the wheel right, it's like a tenth, 
a tenth, a tenth. And the Xfinity car, uh, the first thing I noticed is that I could be kind of like moving the wheel a little bit more than I could in a truck, and it wasn't slowing me down. And so I'm like, man, I really like this. It's a little more skatey, less downforce. And so I, I just really, I felt like I was able to adapt to it a lot quicker and really figure it out a lot quicker, find that edge quicker. And that's something that, that I feel like will go far with me being in the Xfinity series. Did you, you mention Parker maybe oh, help me with this a little bit? Yep. Because I don't know the exact horsepower differences. I know Xfinity has a little bit more horsepower, right? It's oh, a t- oh you've my, got some balloons. My, there. my gestures on my, my MacBook does like balloons and stuff. Um, do, it has a little bit more. It's but it's, do, yes. so. Did you, was horsepower a big difference for you? Did you notice that, or is it more? I mean, the arrow is such a huge difference, but in the throttle, did you did you feel a big difference there? I think the difference I noticed was that you had to be out of the, the throttle more compared to a truck. The trucks on mile and a half, you're almost wide open. Like it's if for qualifying, right. you are wide open. Um, first couple laps, you got a little bit of clean air. You can be wide open. And so that's something that I noticed a lot more was you're out of the throttle quite a bit less or quite a bit. And so that was that was more so one of the things that stuck out to me. Not so much the horsepower side of things. You definitely, you definitely can tell off the corner the difference compared to a truck the truck is so momentum based that like i feel like if you right. kill your momentum in one corner it takes like two laps to get it back going again well and i think one thing that's worth noting too that that doesn't get talked about a lot um is you're in the throttle so much in the truck yes because they have downforce but that windshield is so big it's mm-hmm. like an air brake right yeah. so you know when you let out of the throttle in a truck that the truck has a ton of drag it's it feels mm-hmm. like you're putting the brakes on. So mm-hmm. you just have to stay in the gas as much as you can. It has less to do with, you know, the horsepower difference and actually more to do with the aerodynamics. Yeah, and I completely agree. And so that was something that I felt like after I got in the Xfinity car, it was kind of, I've talked to a lot of people about it, a lot of drivers that kind of made that jump who went from ARCA truck Xfinity to know the whole difference of it as I was mm-hmm. trying to do. And I think I've had so many conversations about it that I had a good idea before that Xfinity race that I did, but I really wanted to just kind of witness it myself to really know, like, how do I prepare for this? What am I going to be doing? And how do I, how do I go to the track being confident in my abilities? That I did the right things beforehand. Definitely and you did a great job. I remember when you did that start, it was awesome. Um, you were fast right off the truck in practice and in qualifying ran great in the race. Um, but one of the things that I went through last year when I got the chance, you know, to come back full time and be in the XME series was I went through the schedule and I went to my team. I'm like, all right, here's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about Phoenix. I'm worried about Richmond, Martinsville. Like I went through this list of tracks. I'm like, these are the places I have to work at. I'm, so I'm curious, like for you jumping in, having done one of these races, what are you worried about? What's the thing you're sitting there going, you know, I don't know this. I know I'm gonna have to figure it out. But what's the one thing you're, you're just like, I'm, this is the back of my mind or a couple things that are sitting there. And you're like, mm-hmm. I know I need to work on this because, to, you know, to get the success I want. Yeah, I think there's a few tracks that stand, stand out to me. I've always struggled at Darlington, but I know the line is a little bit different when you get to Xfinity than it is in trucks. You don't run the fence, I feel like, as much in trucks as you do as in Xfinity. And so that's something I, I don't know if I'm worried about it, but I'm going to have to learn. And so I think mm-hmm. that's going to be a little bit of a challenge, a little bit of a hurdle, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> i hear you yeah i mean that's and it's it's a long schedule uh 33 races yeah. by the way it's a lot of races so you have time mm-hmm. to, even though there's not a lot of practice you have the time so yeah i want to get i want to do uh 
go just a different path for a second. I want to get real for a second because I've uh, I've raced with you a while. I commented a lot of your races when you were in what was now the Arca Series, but was KN. Your run up mm-hmm. front and, and winning there. Um, but one of the things I've noticed just being around you in the truck series and such is I've seen you deal, and even just on social media, with a lot. You deal with a lot of BS. A lot of shit is thrown your way for obviously just <laughs> basically just because you're a girl. Yeah um how do you deal with all that like you have this huge following but obviously with that comes a lot of haters and people on the internet they're very mean but i feel like Mm -hmm. you keep such a cheery attitude you're always upbeat when i see you at the racetrack how do you accomplish that how do you how do you deal with all that stuff put aside and and keep that upbeat attitude honestly the whole negativity on social media stuff like that i completely tune it out like i've gotten to the point where i really don't care because i I look at it as, okay, if it's someone like a like a Tony Stewart or a Kevin Harvick that's saying something, say, negative about me or criticizing me, I'm going to probably take it very differently than I would an average person or an average fan. And so I'm going to probably take that one to heart. I'm probably going to change whatever it is and try to fix it because there's someone that they are people who are established. They are people who have proven themselves in the sport, who understand it. And I think when it comes to the negativity of people just on social media, I just completely tune it out because if you're not doing what I'm doing or if you've accomplished more I will take your input but if not I really don't care about it if you support me and support my career thank you I appreciate it I love people who support me and my fans but when it comes to the negative side of things I completely act like they don't exist (laughs) that's that's good advice damn (laughs) good on you I I'm not I'm not gonna lie because we've dealt I've like I had hate I've had haters we all have you know I've had the gambling people you make a mistake and they they say write really mean stuff and then my mom sends me one of those and she's like I hate I I can't stand this why is this person saying that you know and it's like tune it out tune Mm -hmm. it out but Mm -hmm. I just feel like you know that's that's really powerful because you have such a large following that obviously there's a lot of attention there. So I just think it's always a powerful thing. You're able to put that aside and go focus on the driving and the racing. We've talked about your, you love driving the Xfinity car, fits your style more. We'll talk about what you're worried about. What are you looking, what's the other side of the Xfinity series you're looking forward to being a part of just in getting this level? What's something else? I think, I think it's going to be a challenge. And I think this last couple of years has been kind of, I don't know. I feel like very st- like static like there hasn't been like very very many like super high moments or like super super low like I feel like it's just been kind of like static and so I think going the Xfinity series it's a new challenge for me and something kind of kind of a little pep in my step to go and say okay I have so many things that I want to accomplish that I'm going to have something to work towards and kind of keep building off of and I think having a team that they really really understand what I'm trying to accomplish and we're both on the same page super realistic about our goals they're not going okay we're going to go out there and we're going to win the first three races like they're not trying to be like that and so they understand the challenges that we're going to be up against and we all have this we're on the same page and I think that's something that's (laughs) huge and even going back to like the whole haters deal I think the hardest part is the people around me or say my team my crew um say it's the whole team the PR people on the team the hardest part is for them to get used to it and I notice that a lot of them are like oh, I want to come back to this stuff and and I think it's just really funny because wherever I go I'm like you said be prepared for it I'm like completely ignore it I'm like that's what I do I really don't care about it. if I don't care about it, you, should, yeah. you shouldn't care about it. <laughs> well you know that's a really good point that you mentioned that that probably gets overlooked because you know, for a lot of those folks, let's just say your management team and your PR folks, um, 
you know, their, their job is to represent you and to, um, and, and kind of be an extension of you at times. Right. So they might read those things and they're going to feel those things as if it was said about them. Right. And so, you know, they probably have some concern in those times and when they see those moments and go, what, what, what should we do about this? And what's Haley thinking and um, how to handle it. So, you know, your leadership there is important and you are as young as you are, you're a seasoned veteran when it comes to being on social media and, and handling, you know, criticism and uh, everything from just who you are on social media to yourself as a race car driver. Right. You, and and that was kind of a, my, my, what I was thinking and listening to you answer Parker's question and now talking about your season, you're, you have that, you have your social media presence. And then we're, we're, we're moving up to the Xfinity series, twice the audience, twice the amount of asks and the sponsorship is more mm-hmm. and NASCAR is going to be asking you to do a bunch of things even more than they've probably ever done because you're in the Xfinity <laughs> series. So how, how do you manage all of that? I mean, do you have a sports, you know, do, do you work with a, a sports psychologist to help you organize your, your thoughts and your focuses? Do you meditate? Do you, you know, how do you organize your schedule? Like what is, what is your daily routine and your big picture routine look like um, for managing all this? Yeah. So I have like a specific manager and he manages my dad and my little brother. He really is very, very focused on our family. Um, he grew up with my dad. He's been my dad's manager his whole life. And so he's like a second dad to me um, as I look at him. And he does a really good job of having people on his team to, okay, schedule everything for me, say like in Google Calendar, whatever it is, and have everything laid out just so I don't have any missing pieces. And then all our sponsor obligations, um, they lay that out on like a yearly master calendar for me. And I get notifications that like, hey, this next week you need to have two monster posts done or three forward posts or film this YouTube video. And they give me the full breakdowns of it all. And then I also have another manager on YouTube who sells my YouTube specific deals. And it's super easy. He pretty much goes, says, hey, I have this amount of money from this brand. Do you want it? I say, yep, good. He sends me a one sheet piece of paper. I do the ad read and we throw it in a YouTube video. And so I feel like we've, over the last year or two, we've had a really good system of organizing everything so that nothing falls through the cracks. And so uh, when it comes to me though, I really, I feel like I'm a pretty organized person and I don't Mm -hmm. like being really like late on obligations and stuff like that so I try to keep it and I'm a write down person so like I have a yearly master calendar that I keep in my house and uh, go from there Chase has a whiteboard that he has of our full posting schedule so we're very very in tune with what's going on and always having plans we'll sit down once the race season starts May okay this is the week uh, what do we have going on this week and we both talk and figure out exactly what our week looks like so that we're not going oh okay we need to film this well, I already had this planned, and so nothing gets really crossed up. So I feel like we've got a good system of it. Um, I love working out, though. I feel like that's my way to kind of tune everything out. That's my, like, meditation. And so uh, other than that, though, it's really just preparing for racing and filming a lot. <laughs> that's impressive, um, and it's good to hear because <laughs> you people don't always realize how much of a business and operation this is to just to be mm-hmm. a race car driver, right? Um, things aren't just handed to you all the time. And, you know, we don't live in a box and we're not just taken from place to place and told what to do. You kind of, you have to manage your people, manage your business, make decisions mm-hmm. on a daily basis, deal with priorities, right? Cause you have sponsor mm-hmm. obligations, but you also have obligations as a race car driver. Um, mm-hmm. and so yeah. And I think when it comes to the obligation side of things, 
I get a lot of people that assume that like social media comes first in my life. Social media comes second to racing. Racing is my number one goal. I will put everything down when it comes to a racing obligation. Mm -hmm. My sim Mm -hmm. comes first when I'm scheduling stuff throughout the week. Uh, I always make sure the racing stuff is taken care of before I do anything when it comes to social media. And my management team knows that, the race team knows that. So I always try to make everyone on the same page when it comes to that. So they understand what my priorities are. I just hope our production team is taking notes about your guys' organization <laughs> with the scheduling of posting and such. Please, everyone in the Money Lap, listen to that. Take notes on it. We'd like to hear more. Don't worry. Uh, the Money Lap comes first for me, Haley. So, uh, but no, I'm just kidding. No, all of us drivers, <laughs> racing comes first. So mm-hmm. before we let you go, though, we always do a question of the day on these Money Lap Lives. Um, and we've okay. got a pretty interesting one for this final show that we're doing in 2023. <clears throat> Basically, what is one thing in motorsports you are looking forward to in 2024, 2024, easy for me to say, that isn't related to you? So something else in the motorsports world, you can pick whatever it is that you're looking forward to in 2024. Like any type of motorsports? Anything. Anything. If it, yeah. It has we a are motor, the money lab. We cover everything. Yeah. <laughs> it could be X Games. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> next year, so my goal for next year is I really – really want to try to make it to one of the f1 races so i think that's something that i'm looking forward to is trying to make it to one of those but honestly a lot of the stuff in racing i'm not very good at keeping up to speed with everything that's believe it or not like even though i'm very in tune with social media i don't go on social media a whole lot and just kind of scroll like when it comes to like twitter or anything like that so it's it's hard to say Good for you. No, that's a great. That's a great trait. You should definitely keep that. And that's good. Yeah. One. You want to go to an F1 race in 2024? That is something to look forward to in the motorsports world. I think we would yeah. like to as well. So maybe we'll see you there. Uh, in particular? Well, I think the only one that works on our schedule. Well, you could go to the Sundays of Miami or Coda, I guess. So yeah, we yeah. race. Yeah, you get we just the travel. I tried to figure it out this past year, and uh, it didn't didn't work out for me. But Vegas is. I know my schedule's a lot this year uh, because I'm doing a lot of dirt racing too, along with it. And so, plus the 33 races of Xfinity, I have another like 20 dirt races I'm gonna be doing. So we're looking at around 50 some races, and I don't know what's happening or if I'm gonna be doing the SRX series yet. But if that gets added in, that's gonna be like another another bunch of races too. So who knows? (laughs) That's it's. I did 41 this year, and I thought that was a lot. You, uh, you're incredible. (laughs) That's amazing. Keep it up. Keep it up. Really cool. I appreciate it. <laughs> Look forward to racing you next year. Thank yep, you, Haley. I will see you at the track. Hey, Parker Kligerman here. I haven't won every race I've competed in. I know it's a shocker. But one thing I'm hoping to do, get you to subscribe, like, and hit the bell icon below because that helps us make this awesome Money Lap content here on the Money Lap YouTube channel. Please join us. We need more than just our moms watching.